You're listening to the We Talk Nerd Podcast, a podcast about gaming, movies, and everything nerd. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm Jared. I'm Andrew. And this week, we're going to do a little different. Finally got Jared back. Let's start off with BlizzCon. So yeah, exciting. Um, So as many of you know, um, and if you don't know, I actually had the privilege of going to BlizzCon this year. Uh, shout out to Honkers, uh, number one fan. Sorry, Jedrad. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but for getting uh, us tickets, uh, very, very grateful for that. Um, so just wanted to give a shout out <laughs> um, for that. But yeah, so first off, flying from East Coast and never being like, more west than like alabama going all the way to california like it's a big difference Mm -hmm. it it, it's crazy like the world is completely different over there the weather Um, is super nice too oh yeah i got back today or not today but like at work today i was freezing all day (laughs) (laughs) yeah um but yeah a lot a lot of big news at blizzcon um, and there's so much going on while you're there. Like, if you don't have your day planned, like with a itinerary, like, okay, this is over. We got to start going this way right now. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you but you have the virtual ticket. You just like make a couple clicks, and it's like you, you're you're on the next stage, or whatever you want to watch. It will like you stuff starts as soon as like some stuff ends almost sometimes. So like. You know, if you got to go across the convention center, it's 1.2 million square feet. Uh, yeah. Because of the new addition of the Overwatch Arena, which is beautiful, by the way. Um, yeah, 1.2 million square feet, and there was 30,000 people. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was once again the largest... Uh, BlizzCon because every single year is the biggest BlizzCon ever because they just keep growing. I do want to know, like, how hype was it? Like, everyone's faces and everyone's enjoyment factor was it that like that good that talk to people and everything, and they're just like, yeah, wow, wow, yeah, yeah. Or so it was awesome. Like, okay, so they uh, we'll get talking to about the uh, World Warcraft stuff in a minute, but the cinematic they showed like the opening cinematic mm-hmm. of the new expansion coming out it's like when the horde like uh shamans and like the orc warriors and all of that when they cheered like every horde fan in the crowd was cheering like they were like on the battlefield and then <laughs> and then you know by the way if you haven't seen the uh the cinematic like i very very much want everyone to go watch it mm-hmm. and it's sa- same thing with the alliance you know anduin you know p- p- cast whatever spell that is it was like power word barrier in a mass res in combat like uh can i have that but no like that just chills seeing it for the first time on the big screen and being there and hearing the roar of the crowd, like like they were rallying behind like the Alliance army, like it, like that that's one of those moments like you'll never forget kind of thing. Agree, for me. Yeah, yeah. Like especially being like a first time attendee for BlizzCon, it's I'm always gonna remember that. It's oh, it's so huge. And an announcement for a new expansion or for a game that you really are passionate about. Like I felt, I felt it just watching it at, you know, that's at work, but you, you being there. Oh, must have been 10, yeah. hundred times better experience. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I guess before I go into talking about some of the other stuff, we might as well go ahead and talk about the expansion. Yeah. Sure. Uh, that way we don't have to jump back and forth. I don't want, I don't want to talk uh, like a whole lot about it. Cause we can, you know, look into blizzard stuff and get better details but right. i do want to have like a general like description of what's going on yeah just quick rundown so the new expansion if you don't know by now is called battle for azeroth it's 
you know, going back to the roots of Alliance versus Horde, I mean, like they said on stage, you know, back to the roots of even like human versus orc, like down to the dirty. Yeah. So, um, you can obviously get the kind of rundown of what it's about, but, um, for those of you who have seen it and know like the backstory, I just want to say like that, in my opinion, like the burning of Teljasil definitely had to happen first. You think so? But yes, 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 yes. Because if you I, think I about it, let's talk. We'll, we'll go into three craft in a second. Let's get all the announcements. Out oh my God. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so yeah, they're bringing uh, allied races, Alliance. You're going to be able to be, Dark Iron Dwarves, Void Elves, and Lightforge Draenei. Um, and Horde is going to have High Mountain Tauren, uh, Nightborn, and Zandalari Trolls. Um, Those are just so the ones this... that were announced. They said they're right. planning on adding more, but these these six are the confirmed I think, ones right now. Yeah, I think that's what they're going to do for this expansion, and I think what they meant was that maybe future expansions they'll add more, but I think six is a lot. That's a lot of races. For, for now. Yeah, so one expansion. pretty much uh, you have to go out and recruit them to your faction. Now, like I said, you know, you can't uh, recruit the High Mountain Torn to the Alliance, but mm-hmm. but you you play your faction and you go do these quests, and that's how you figure out, like, you know, why did the Nightborn choose the Horde? Like, that you'll, well, you'll figure that out in the quest lines. Um, but a lot uh, something that they did not cover is I want to really just real quick go over the classes that each can play. Um, they have they do have not said anything about what Dark Iron Dwarves or the Zandalari Trolls can be like completely, but the complete list for High Mountain Torin and Draenei they ha- they can only be five. The High Mountain uh, Torrens can be druids, hunters, monks, shamans, and warriors. The Drain Eyes can be Hunter, Mage, Paladin, Priest, Warrior. And then the Nightborn and Void Elves, they have seven choices each. Nightborn can be Hunter, Mage, Monk, Priest, Rogue, Warlock, Warrior. And Void Elf can be Hunter, Mage, Monk, Priest, Rogue, Warlock, Warrior, which is exactly the same. So. This is actually very surprising to me. I actually read that description as you are already a Draenei, so you basically ally with them and you become this, which is completely wrong. I'm I'm guessing you're saying you actually choose this. Yeah, it's a it's a whole separate race. Yes, so you have to go out and recruit them, and then you either to make your character that your max level character. Unfortunately, you're either going to have to pay for a race change or you unlock them and they start out at level 20 um. and and you start leveling up at level 20 yeah it's like wow. a quest chain to unlock the perk to play that character and play it, that character. but if you start one at 20 and me- go all the way to max level you unlock a uh cosmetic transmog where you can use it on your other character to make them look like the new allied race Let's talk about replayability you have to the transmog you can only use it on that race. Yeah, like like, a, you like can, a high mount torn for a torn, that kind of thing, or mm-hmm. a drain yeah, out yeah. for the drain out. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, so Maybe. like it's, they're like unfortunately pretty much. You you cannot no, they're not. Oh, they said I mean, they're like in terms of like cosmetics, not. but like they're they you create them like a separate class, like a separate. Uh, yeah, race. so like if you're a dwarf, you cannot put on the, you cannot transmog the dark iron dwarf armor set. It's only for the dark your dark iron dwarf character. Like no other race can transmog that gear. And you have to level up to get it from twenty. Um so if you like do a race change or whatever, you don't get it. Um which brings me to my next point is they're changing how leveling works. So This is exciting. If you played in Legion, um, did they do it last expansion? No, this Warlo- is the first expansion. Yeah, okay, so 
you could go to any zone and level no matter what level you were in that expansion so for the 10 levels from 100 to 110 you could level in any zone you wanted to well they're expanding that into the entire game with setting with limitations um starting zones are going to be from 1 to 10 Mm -hmm. uh all of the classic zones you can level from 10 to 60 so i mean you could be killing you know stuff in westfall you could be doing the westfall investigation at level 50 if you really wanted to like if you know that's where you got to at that point which is crazy i like that Um, yeah and then they grouped Burning Crusade and Wrath of the Lich King to be 60 to 80, and Cataclysm and Mop is 80 to 90. Um, so you could probably like just totally skip like two expansions if you wanted. I feel like it's definitely going to make leveling faster and more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. More enjoyable for sure. Also, those scaling zones are coming in 7.35, so before the expansion even comes out. For free. Um, Yes. Awesome. Um, so, obviously, Cap's going to level 120. You'll have a level 110 boost, so you should probably save it for an allied race. If, In my opinion, I would. Uh, unlock the allied race and use your 110 boost on yeah, it. If, it you, if you can hold out that long, because, you know, when you, <laughs> when you pre-order it, you get your boost right away, and you're like, man... Mm-hmm. But that's kind of pretty standard now. Like every, I think the last three expansions, you've got a boost, so that's nice. Yep. It helps new players jump in the game faster. Um, other stuff coming in seven three five. They're adding Odalar time walking favorite dungeon. So you'll you'll rate. be you'll be able to go back into time walking. So they're adding the second time walking raid. That'll be uh, exciting, and then. Uh, they're at, they're adding the new battleground, Seething Shore, which is going to be like a Rathy Basin, but capture points move. Uh, so like you know they released the map of it, but you know after a while of getting points from a set location, you know it can move across the map, and I there's think, three active at, at a time. I think there's like sort of like hard point in like Call of Duty or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of like or you know, of the and, hill, something like that with the moving zone. Yeah. And there's three of them. Yeah. So this battleground is set in Silithus, and I can't talk too much about the Silithus update altogether, but just know because I know why there's a hole in the map in the open world. Silithus is going to have a giant fissure across the entire zone pretty much but you'll have to you know play the rest of the expansion or stay tuned to figure out where where the hole came <laughs> from and yeah the uh the battleground will have you know direct correlation with why you know you're doing that battleground um but yeah there i mean there's so much to cover like they're going to item levels and stat squishing uh they're bringing back class buffs like power word fortitude mark of the wild you know all the classes are getting their buffs back except for shaman i think shaman had a buff that they're not getting back earth shield and that sort of stuff yeah i don't think they're gonna get that that back um zandalari can be druids we do know that and they're going to have their own unique forms like their own like boomkin and bear forms that look different um and zandalari shamans are, their ghost wolf is going to be a ghost raptor by default um you can take your orc to the chiropractor at the barber shop and get that back straightened out <laughs> 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 and and stand straight up um, they listen. They listen to their fans. I say that it, right now. They, yeah, they definitely do. Yeah. Um. But other than that, coming out in the expansion, they're gonna have island expeditions, which is gonna kind of be like uh, scenarios. It's gonna be a three-person co-op thing where it, it's all the time changing. Uh, you could go in back to back to back, and it'll always be different. 
Um, I mean, I'm sure they have, you know, limited, but it won't always be different. Anyway, there's going to be four difficulties. You're kind of racing against the other opposite faction, AI. Uh, there's difficulties normal, heroic, mythic, and then they also have a PvP uh, difficulty where you can actually play PvP three-on-three, three, and you're, you know, trying to secure this Azerite, which is going to be, you know, the new artifact power type thing. And then the last thing is Warfronts, which is probably my favorite thing out of the announcement. It's 20-man PvE invasion, um, where you pretty much assault the opposite faction uh, as a 20-man group. And it's heavily inspired by the RTS um, Warcraft games. You literally will start gathering supplies, building your buildings... Like, all 20 people can, you know, donate their supplies to whatever buildings they want to, you know, get them built up. And then you get, you know, you build your armies and then you assault, you know, the the opposite faction's base. And Reminds know. me of Altering Valley. Not Is that way, way back when? The, the snow one? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, it's like a great. mix between, yeah, AV and also uh, the one from Wrath, uh, the big open world PvP map from Wrath. Um, uh, Wintergrass? Yeah, Winter's Grass. Sort of like those. Yeah. So, um, but they actually kind of like, I hope they're difficult. Um, but we'll see, I guess. that They haven't said anything about difficulties for it. Um, but yeah, I, in my opinion, you know, when you st take a step back and look at it, it kind of looks like a blend between RTS and a MOBA yeah. because like you, have lanes you build you, you you build up you know your army like your army you know runs at the keep and you're running with them <laughs> and uh, it, but yeah. but but it's got a lot of building aspect to it you know you build the buildings you know collectively it, yeah it looks yeah it looks super I, fun I think RTS and MOBA is a good way to describe it like a good mix mm -hmm. but also not those because you're playing a like a RPG aspect as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. It's new. It's interesting. But yeah, other than that, I mean, the whole expansion is about the alliance and horde at each other's throats once again, and they're going to all these little islands in the middle of the map to you know try to gain allies and uh, gain territory, pretty much. Yep. Um. The Alliance hub is going to be Kulturas. It's like where Jaina is from. Uh, it's in three big zones. And same for the Horde. They're actually resurrecting. Not resurrecting, because right? they're not dead. But yeah. they're they're going to meet up with the Zendalar to hopefully get them as an ally. Which obviously is going to happen. Which will be interesting because we've, in, in general lore aspect, there's been a lot of like raids and stuff where Zandalar have been the enemy. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Yep. It'll be interesting to see what's going on there. So, put into context for the for the viewers or not the viewers, the listeners, is that we we all three love WoW, and that's why we talked like basically 15 minutes about how excited we are about this specific mm -hmm. expansion. I'll be playing. I know you guys will be playing. It'll be great to get the clan back together, the guild. Oh, yeah. So while we're on the topic of WoW, I actually got to try two of the dungeons. And um, I tried the Horde leveling zone. I tried the Zendalar opening zone just to kind of test you know, some classes and stuff and stuff like that. Um, the Horde dungeon which is the Zandalari dungeon, seemed really short. Um, like, we blew through it. Like, we had a 20-minute timer, and we finished it super quick. And then we tried the Alliance one, and it was it was much, much harder. Like, you're fighting pirates and stuff, and, you know, the ball, like, random big AoE circles will just hit the ground where you're getting bombarded. There's a ton of pats that... Seems like they like increased aggro range, but uh, our source swears that they have not. <laughs> um, hmm. But 
just the alliance one was much much harder but it's still it very was... early too like a lot of this can change also could oh, be intentional yeah. i don't know you yeah because and because <laughs> we hate the alliance <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, um actually we went through and played it a second time and because the first time we it seemed like they gave us a little extra time the guy did so we went back through a little later and did it again, and we blew through it because we knew what we were doing. And the guy said that we were the only group in his entire row that beat the dungeon all day in the time limit. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's that's tough. Good, that's good to hear. Yeah. Because like, you have no add-ons. You, there's no DBM telling you like what to do with mechanics. Like We're opening dungeon journals mid-fight, you know, trying to trying to heal people who were like hit getting hit by every mechanic <laughs> no no raid frames really it, it was really stressful but the experience really good oh Super yeah good. yeah it it really like made me wish it was here now which is a good <laughs> and bad thing that's a, yeah it's a good and bad thing <laughs> yeah awesome yeah. that's pretty much all i had for wow yeah wise yeah. Yeah, we had a Hearthstone expansion announcement, Kobolds and Catacombs, which is going to be like a tabletop and D&D kind of card-based thing. It's got a new single-player mode, which is, looks interesting. It's going to be uh, mm -hmm. randomly generated boss fights where you start with, I think, 10 cards, and then you loot more as you go, and you get better rewards the more you do. Cool. Oh, uh, they had a um, a tavern yeah, the in one of the rooms. yeah it was cool they had uh, people playing like uh tavern music like live tavern oh music. oh man that's so cool that's they so it, cool. it was decorated like an inn uh they had a place where you could play a developer and it, i think if you beat them you got put in a drawing for like a graphics card or something um and they had like a bar and everything where you could buy all the and beer stuff. and <laughs> if you connected to the wi-fi and played the Fireside Brawl, which you have to do in a public setting um, or whatever. You actually got a new Warlock character to play as. with That oh. comes with new emotes and stuff. So, like, I don't play Hearthstone, but you you better believe I unlocked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, talking, we're, talking, we're talking, like, only BlizzCon people can get that. Is that or... Um, I think I'm not sure. Uh, I know that you can actually. Something I found out is that like I could host a fireside brawl, like mm -hmm. if I in a in a public place, and depending on how large it is, they'll send you decorations. Oh. And and you just got to connect to a public network, and connect to the fireside brawl and play people, and it's like you have your own little fireside brawl party. Yep, that's been there and, for a while. And and you get uh, rewards from it. I didn't. I never knew that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Like, I think it's been there since launch. Yeah. Yeah, no. see, I didn't. yeah, like that. There was a uh, card back you could only get by playing in. Uh, yeah, but like they would send you. I don't about the decorations, decorations and stuff, but yeah, as far as like, like setting all that up, it's been there. Yeah, it's like the Hearthstone fans. Definitely. Oh yeah, for sure. They'll send you like huge like cardboard. Uh, barrels like like their kegs yeah i'm sure you gotta send that back I'm, i don't want to send all that back i want to keep it uh, i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> either way a hearthstone new expansion yeah, yeah, a lot of stuff, stuff. uh here's of the storm two new characters alex draws and hanzo that kind of that cutscene was pretty cool gotta put another overwatch character in there yeah that, <laughs> got that, it. that was that was pretty cool little two dragons fighting that was that was pretty cool um yeah just you know new characters you can go check them out and i'm sure you learn more about them i don't play a lot of here's the storm something all the details i play that. heroes uh, and, and they're gonna make some some drastic changes of here too as well oh just yeah core, another is it your is core it, game is it year two or year three i don't know I don't what they're remember. calling i just i just read i just read about it and then they're just gonna change yet another big set of ui changes or you know yeah quality of life oh, changes yeah big overhaul mm -hmm. yep 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 uh overwatch i don't remember the new character's name 
I don't know, Jared might. But um, it's, it's another healer. I, more yeah. Morena? More... Something like that. Yeah. But as Jeff Kaplan said, like you spell it O-P-A-F. Yeah, O-P-A-F. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I can definitely... Like, I didn't play it, but we had one on our team. We actually, when we played, we played with a streamer that was, like, up on stage. And, like, they let streamers uh, stream, you know, the new content for people to watch at home. And we actually got to play on this guy's team. And he played it. We lost terribly. But, um, (laughs) I mean, a lot of those guys, they're not Hearthstone players that I was with. Or Hearthstone overwatch players that i was with but the new map blizzard uh, world. blizzard world right. yeah it's so cool <laughs> oh like my gosh. It's awesome. when they when they were making the announcement i thought like they were announcing that they're actually coming out with a real theme park i was <laughs> i was actually a little let down when i realized it was overwatch it'd map. be a, it'd be a dope theme park that's for sure it's oh, a start no. it's a start maybe they will yeah <laughs> it's it's uh, the map looks incredibly awesome Oh yes, it's it. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to play offense and defense. Uh, we lost both ways, <laughs> but um, yeah. Did no, you have to experience it? it. You anyone play the new character? No, or um, it's, you know the streamer played it. I I wanted to, but it looked really really fun. Cool, awesome. Uh, the Overwatch uh, Arena was very hype too. Uh, I watched oh. a couple of matches. No joke, dude. I was in there. I was front row, smacking my. I don't even know what those things are called that you like, blow up like and smack like them th- together. Like thunder sticks or something. Th- 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 that's a good name for them. If that's not it, I was I was going hard with the thunder sticks. Uh, <laughs> USA unfortunately lost in the semifinals. I feel like the semifinals was the finals because like i feel like south korea and usa were like the best two teams but because of how the bracket fell you know they had to play each other in the semis but south korea ended up winning the whole thing but no it it was so loud in there like first esports experience on top of you know like being at blizzcon this arena was crazy like going back to like everyone like reacting to like what's on the screen and it's it, like it just gave you chills, like to hear everyone like in unison, like it's a football game or, or yeah, know, a basketball game. I think that's where they were going for. I hear that this this set the precedence for what's going to happen. Their, yeah, their Overwatch uh, uh, professional yeah. league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, like and that and if it's anything like what I just saw, I'm ready for that quality of of entertainment for free. On those platforms like Twitch mm-hmm. and YouTube or whatever, I'm just ready for it. I'm ready. I'm ready for the esports scene to actually blow up into mainstream. I'm ready for it. Yeah, it'd yeah. be awesome to see people actually buying tickets to the arenas, the actual arenas, and say, "I'm going to go watch my favorite esports team." Right. Tell Tell me more about this uh diorama they had set up for the Battle of Lordaeron. Oh yes, I wish I could put a picture up on screen um for the live viewers but like so um in the announcement they sh- talked about the battle of lord of ron this is um, wow of course yes um so the alliance is trying to take back lord of ron which is under city right now um they also said that you know it's not a spoiler the alliance takes it <laughs> so sorry if there's that's a spoiler for you but yeah all almost all of eastern kingdoms is going to be alliance and almost all of kalmador will be horde because the horde burned down uh Teldrassil, which is literally the entire night elf starting zone because mm-hmm. it's a, it's just a big tree um so they made a diorama of Every single person who's at BlizzCon, they look at your character on your account, and they made a little figure of your character, and they place it on the battlefield. And so it was like 30,000 Alliance and Horde figures total 
on this diorama of the Battle of Lordaeron. And it broke the record for the largest, like, one ever created. And you could, I, we didn't do it. I don't know. I, I guess we forgot or whatever. But you could log, you could go on your phone to a website and it would show you what little square your character was in. And they would take a camera over the battlefield and zoom in and show you your character, your little figure, your little figure. And it was massive. There were so many figures on this. I like, like I said, I wish I could show a picture. I have a picture on my phone that I can put on the Pixel Pub Discord. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was so big, I had to take a panoramic photo on my iPhone. It, it was record setting, wasn't it? Yes, it it broke a Guinness World Record of the largest diorama created or something maybe it was for a video game or, or something I don't, I don't know how specific it was um that isn't like the most like picture of dedication to your fans that's, that's oh yeah it, it, is. it was so beautiful it'd be even better if you could take your character home oh <laughs> yeah that would be amazing right that would be pretty cool to have that little figure from something that broke a record mm-hmm what would, it be, I, would it would it still be considered record breaking if you took all of them off? I mean, it's not. I don't think they're going to keep it right there on the floor at the end. <laughs> I mean, I keep it at the BlizzCon HQ, but yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I could see that they could um, maybe put it in their campus or something and have yeah. it for a tour. I'm sure they will. But uh, I would love to see that picture though. So yeah, overall BlizzCon ten out of ten. Oh yeah, um, would do again. What one last thing about BlizzCon? If you have the virtual ticket, uh, go watch, stay a while, and listen. Um, it's very easily looked over as a panel. It was it lasted like thirty to forty five minutes, but it's like uh a few of the people from Blizzard and they tell the story of how they got to work at Blizzard Entertainment, like their journey. And um, Jeff Kaplan is the first story on that. And it, it was really funny story. Um, Very, I would, that's the one thing that was probably one of the best parts of BlizzCon, to be honest, just this, it was in a small room upstairs, and that was probably one of the best panels at all of BlizzCon. And a lot of people probably didn't see it. Hmm. Seems like BlizzCon has everything, like small intimate scenes where you can just talk to the people that make your games, right? And to the widespread hype of the Overwatch arena, to dioramas, which bring you like into their like their love for your for their fans like i don't i just want to go i want to go <laughs> i want to go so bad it's so so cool it's cool cool to hear and you're going maybe back we'll right have a big uh community meetup at blizzcon next year that'd be awesome yeah oh yeah we definitely should you just gotta buy tickets like in 0.5 seconds of <laughs> <coming out>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's all the cool, man. all the cool BlizzCon news, and Jared's, cool. Jared's first-hand experience. Oh yeah, one of the like best trips ever. He yeah. says he's gonna make it a yearly thing again. So oh, for sure. Like yeah, I will sell my body for BlizzCon tickets. <laughs> <laughs> all right, before we jump, uh, completely separate from blizzard stuff uh you want to talk about the uh guild real fast uh yeah that's that's fine i can do that here um so pretty much i am going alliance me and a lot of people who were part of the original bad mamma jammas we're going alliance in the new expansion uh on sargeras at and I will be restarting the guild up. It's open to, you know, any anyone from Pixel Pub. Um, the 
this is going to be a guild that's going to cover every aspect from casual, uh, if you just like doing Mythic Pluses, um, to hardcore, more hardcore, not super hardcore, but like, you know, you want to do the raid and kill stuff. Progression. Uh, yes, but still have fun with it. I'm going to be leading a raid team for that. Um, who knows if it, if we grow, we could have a really good progression team as well as a heroic team. Um, if it grows as well as Destiny 2 has grown, uh, I don't see that being a problem at all. Yeah, we, want this, um, we want this to be open to all the WoW players. No, like no matter right. what you're kind of into, like we'll cover it in the guild. And, um, and I am hopefully going to have a rated battleground team. Uh, I'm in the talks with someone who knows someone who could potentially lead a rated battleground team that is actually looking to move somewhere to a larger server and you know someone that we've played with in our past so um yeah if you like you know pvp there could be a rated battleground team as well so um like i said everyone is welcome obviously you know the more hardcore stuff, I, we can't just take everyone, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, but I think it'll be a good community guild to, you know, help people, you know, maybe new people learn the game, as well as, you know, having a good time pushing, you know, content. Yeah, call this like an unofficial announcement because we're going to be working a lot toward building up this guild. We want to make sure that everyone feels welcome. We want to make sure that everyone is prepared for the new and awesome expansion that's going to come out. And uh, we're going to look forward to just leveling together and being in alliance because, you know, for the alliance, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, I mean, all hell Mandoin because Anduin <laughs> is now a man. <laughs> Mandoin, I like it. I never heard that. <laughs> Love it. So yeah, there's next on the list. Uh, I kind of want to talk about Assassin's Creed because I didn't get to last week. Um, nice. Yeah, I've been playing it a lot since last talked. Uh, put Mario down just to get some Assassin's Creed in, and my God, this is a good game. Nice. <laughs> if you've been disappointed by Assassin's Creed in the past, you're you're not gonna be let down by this one. So if you like games like The Witcher or Breath of the Wild, Assassin's Creed's a good game for you. It's not, I wouldn't say as good as those two, but it definitely borrows a lot of how it plays. It has a huge open world map that you can go to at any time. Uh, there's all kinds of random like side missions placed randomly or like question marks that turn out to be a cave you can go explore or a statue you can tear down. Uh this is so much stuff like you can be overwhelming and sometimes you're like man there's a lot of stuff on this map sounds uh, like a uh, witcher game it's, yeah like definitely. it's it's almost exactly like witcher with the whole like you look on the map and there's question marks everywhere and you go over them and find out what that question mark is and so, of course the, the assassin's creed people are like no it's not like the witcher but let's we're just trying to relate right like, now we're just trying to relate yeah like if you wanted a game like the witcher I would suggest Assassin's Creed because it, it's a lot like it. Yeah, and um, there's, there's, I'm sure there's aspects of um, Assassin's Creed that are better than The Witcher, and there's aspects of The yeah. Witcher that are better. Like for instance, The Witcher prides itself in the in the actual story and lore right, that it builds right. up, um, and a lot of people agree with that. And whereas I know the Assassin's Creed, they've been hyping up the actual Egyptian map and mm -hmm. the actual uh, you know layout and design of it because they actually you know right. it's almost picture perfect right right um so there's there's different aspects of it we're just trying to relate right now just trying to compare give someone yeah. some uh some idea of what it's, it's not, like you know like it's it's close to witcher 3 uh the yeah, I went, yeah, yeah. story wise it's i went the story i think isn't as good as it could be uh but mm -hmm. i'm still early on it can be confusing at times um because there is i believe there's going to be a lot of time hopping back and forth which i mean could just be how they want to do the writing style but uh, there's a lot of time hops that occur in it. Um, mm -hmm. There's less modern day stuff so far than in the past game, so it's more focused on 
your you know past self. Because if you know if you played Assassin's Creed games, you know there's the past story, then there's the modern story, right? Which can get kind of annoying sometimes, but like the Animus and and yeah. Templars and that sort of thing, yeah. But I want to talk about the combat. The combat is nothing like any other Assassin's Creed game you've ever played. Huh? Okay. There is no uh, counters. There's no buddy mashing. Like you can't just mash the button to like attack. There's no. It's all different. It's I would compare this sort of like to Dark Souls. Where you have to oh, wow. dodge, like hit you know hit the dodge button, dodge out of the way of an attack, and then you have the heavy attack and the light attack, you know bumper attack. Um, yeah, and like there's different weapons, like there's a he- there's heavy weapons, there's light weapons, there's dual wield weapons, so they all have different attack speeds, different like you know like the bigger heavy weapons have arcing attacks, while the smaller ones are more like stabby stabby, those kind of things, like. So different weapon archetypes, and yeah. uh, how about the abilities and levels? How does that get in there? Um, it has three, three major uh, skill trees. There's one focused on combat. There's one focused on ranged abilities, like bow, because the bow bows play into a lot of this one. And then there's mm-hmm. one focused on some of the stealth elements. But you can go back and forth whenever you want. Um, you get a point for every level you get. There's some you get extra points for doing like certain missions or exploring tombs. Um, sometimes they cost two or three points. Sometimes they cost one. And they're like the trees interlinked places, so you can like go up the combat tree, get a couple skills there, and then one of the abilities might link over to one of the uh, stealth abilities. So you don't have to go up the stealth tree to get this ability. You could go up combat and then go to the side a little bit, grab the stealth one, and then go back to combat. Gotcha. So it's an RPG light with even some loot, and I hear like the loot's pretty oh, good yeah. too. Oh yeah, the loot. I would compare the loot to sort of like Destiny, not as grindy, oh, cool. but like there's there's grades of gear where there's blues, there's rares, there's exotic, not exotics. I think they're called rares. You said you said game. Destiny, so I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's different grades. Uh, no, there's not really any armor. Uh, there's some like you can upgrade, like you can get crafting material and upgrade your stuff, but there's no like you don't get like different chest pieces and stuff like that. It's mainly oh, okay. just weapon based. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, that sounds awesome, man. It's just you said you had a rating, a rating or yeah, I would say uh because of the story and because it's Ubisoft game and there's still bugs. Like Ubisoft mm. games always plague my bugs. It's nothing great, you know, nothing terrible, but there's always some things you're like, oh, I need to restart real fast to fix that. But I would say eight out of uh, ten. So you played on PC with a controller. Played on PC with a controller because the keyboard and mouse just feels super awkward in these kind of games. Yeah, I feel the same I way agree. about Shadow, uh, Shadow of Mordor and Shadow of War. It's kind of cool. like adventure games feel really awkward on mouse and keyboard. I feel like controller is the best way to go. Yeah, I'll be completely honest. I'm waiting for this to go down in price. I know it will. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably just hardcore it for I'll- like a. I would say that weekend. even at max, like even at sixty dollars, it's worth it. It's worth it. Oh, yeah, but definitely he if you can get it on sale. Often. I don't say that often. <laughs> this, like, I'm not, it's not game of the year. It's a good game, and it's, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of content, a lot of play hours. Like you'll get your money's worth out of how many hours you'll put into it. Here's a here's a question for you. They took two years off. Yep. How like do you think a... the formula will be going forward? This one was very well received. So if Ubisoft's smart, they won't change developers. They'll keep the or they'll keep the same little studio that de- to develop it because I think this is the same studio that Black Flag, which is also everybody's favorite. So Black Flag and this one is everybody's favorite Assassin's Creed done by the same studio. So hopefully they keep only them making Assassin's Creed games, and they'll do it every two years to mm-hmm. you know build on them, make them better. Because let's be honest, the other ones are kind of getting old and mm-hmm. rinse and repeat. Yeah. So agreed. Awesome so, here. You said so you s- said you played it on PC, so yep. that got me thinking about platforms. And something I just thought about is that I actually picked up my Xbox One X Scorpio edition yesterday. Yo. As soon as I got in town, pretty much. Uh, so yay me for spending even more money after an expensive trip. And he hasn't <laughs> even played yet. No. Um, it's still in the box. No. Most- I'm so I don't have a 4K TV, but I am going to go buy one um, this weekend when I get paid. Actually, I don't get paid till next week, so maybe. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> uh, 
Hang on. So we'll, we'll for a review like in two weeks or something. No, but still though, it, it still I, upgrades. I, it still updates your um your visuals and the the play style of any Xbox game on your 1080p. Oh, you I, I, I heard that Assassin's Creed on the Xbox One X looks beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So I I'm a kind of guy that if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it right. So I'm waiting to get a 4K. Okay. 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 Understood. Commendable. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, but but yeah, I did hear that same thing about Assassin's Creed looking amazing on it. Which is, I'm so glad that we can like talk about Assassin's Creed and be like, I love Assassin's Creed. Because for a while there, it was like, man, Assassin's Creed sucks. <laughs> it's back on. It's back on the list. Because even the back movie, the, the movie was kind of terrible too. I didn't even watch it. it I sort of just want. I just want. I just want to watch it now. <laughs> it's kind of terrible. <laughs> that, that, that was my favorite movie. Hey, hey, yeah, we can't. <laughs> yep. My films are. Uh, anyway, uh, is there, what's this, uh, Andrew? Can you tell me more about this, like, PlayStation trophy thing you have on there? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. So, PlayStation achievements, PSN achievements. So, you you know, you're playing your games and you you get these, these bronze, silver, gold, and maybe even platinum, right? For completing specific games and, and in game stuff. Well, what they're going to do now is for every bronze trophy and silver trophy and whatever, they're going to give you a certain amount of points. And these points will actually translate into real money and credit that you can spend on the PSN store. Pretty cool, huh? huh? That's pretty cool. It's, you know, I think the achievement system itself is kind of dying down. Maybe they're trying to regenerate it. Um, I don't really know what they're doing with this but here's the worst thing about it is that they're not going to give you credit for the past stuff you've done just oh. stuff going forward <laughs> yo yeah you could get some fat playstation bucks <laughs> <laughs> i mean maybe for it, xbox to start that because i have some i have some gamers <laughs> around there <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah i've heard i've heard some things like maybe this is this is trying to get to the not get to but trying to promote young gamers that really don't have a lot of games but they like to destroy like one they like to go for one game because they don't have a lot of money to spend on on other games so this kind of just gets them to a position where they can spend a little bit more on the digital store and i think that's cool i I don't i think that's a good theory right just kind of that's a kind of good way to uh completionist like maybe maybe i don't know like if you're in an old game series like you finish like the first game and the new one came out like i don't know or like i don't know like say assassin's creed you play the second one like right now like you finish assassin's creed 2 you get all the achievements but you can't like you can't afford to buy the third assassin's creed well well how about you unlock it with all the since you've completed the first game you know unlock the next one in the series you know mm-hmm. yeah i'm sure it's not yeah. how it's going to be but that, that kind of mentality right yeah i don't i don't have a date here of when that's going or if it's now or something but i think you have to sign up for the program first uh the rewards program kind of links it together and then you start earning these points so something interesting in the gaming world that's sony trying to be a little bit more innovative and maybe we do need a little bit more of this stuff who knows we'll see how it goes cool um honkers just uh no i was loan loan brought it to our attention that we did not talk about uh the World of Warcraft Classic servers are bringing back. Oh, you're right. We did not cover that. That is so far away, though. It's very far away, but it was announced. So, just like, if you're a fan of Vanilla WoW, which probably nobody here listening to this besides me is, it's coming back soon. TM. So yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't even. I don't even think soon. Like, I think it'll be like at least at least a year and a half out. Probably two years at least, if we even see it. Yeah, I mean, I it, I definitely think it could get scrapped eventually. Uh, it'd be it'd but... be like the uh, dance studio. Like they 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 like to announce a lot of things, and not all not always fall you know fall through with it. But yeah, I mean, it's kind of like they really did nothing. They showed no progress. 
on the like all they did was show all these current cinematics in yeah. reverse and Just then like played the original cinematic so like i mean I don't, I don't know like they they literally said that it's very far off and uh we were told directly um talking to a developer um that they are not going to have a separate team dedicated just to classic um so it's going to be the same team that works on the game itself right well they pretty much like it's not like they have to undo things they are having to recode the game from the ground up really though yeah like they've they've said before like all which is i don't know it's kind to me it sounds it sounds kind of silly but the way they designed all these expansions is off of the original source code and like they've changed it and built on top of it. Mm-hmm. And I guess the way that's got it structured is like, if you change one thing, it like collapses everything. So mm. like, that's the reason why we're still stuck with a 16 slot bag. It's like, they, like they, they cannot figure out how to change that. That's like just embedded in the game where we can't change out our default bag. Huh? Yeah. Um, they're actually going to increase the base backpack if you have an authenticator. Um, huh, that's that's odd. We weren't going to, we weren't given specifics on how much, but they're trying to, you know, give incentives of having an authenticator and increasing your backpack size for having an authenticator is one of those incentives cool i'm 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 sort of on the on the fence of it's gonna take a while i think they have the code base they maybe just need to update the graphics a bit and then maybe change it, a little I, bit i think it'll like, be I don't, I don't know if i'll do that i think it'll be exactly how the game was whenever whatever period that you hopefully they pick like the last patch for if they have all the, like kind of the quality of life changes but still like the base feel vanilla but I don't think I don't think they'll have the new skins. They won't have the races. They won't have the zones. Like I feel like it'll be out of like straight like it was out of the box. Hopefully. Gotcha. Anyway. Yeah, painful. That's that's what it was. Painful. Indeed painful. <laughs> uh we have a little bit of time left. Do you guys want to do twenty questions or do you want to do some theory crafting? I personally uh, I, I have a game. Like I have a game for twenty questions, so Yeah. I'm ready for that. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. I'm in. It's right, Destiny Two, isn't it? No, I win. <laughs> I right, asked the twenty uh, questions, and I'll just talk off stream or off uh, off record about the three craft stuff. But uh, yeah. All right. Go. I mean, yeah. I'll go ahead. I guess. Was we got this the, we got the game chat in here? So let's let's go, everybody. Was this game uh, released before? January first, two thousand. Before. Before. Oh, let's look that up. Actually, January first, two thousand. Because we're we're limiting the years, and then we're hopefully limiting um, it the was platforms. Before two thousand. Okay, so before two thousand. Uh, so it's probably seven, next era. So like it's got to be close. To around yeah. that area. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. He, you got to look it up. Uh-huh. Yep. So maybe maybe go with the because PS was PS two still then, PS two was released then, I think. Uh, <laughs> so we should buy, narrow down by by platform then if you want to do that question. Yeah, yeah, let's do that. So, is it a PlayStation? Wait, hold on. No, like do do like like generations that way we can like yeah. still narrow it down. Um. It wait, so it was before two thousand? It was was before two thousand. January first, two thousand. Right? Right, Brandon? So Yes. Yes. Okay. So that means like that that would have to be the PlayStation One era. Um You can eliminate it by a platform, say like PS one game not gamecube right no ps1 is ps1 n64 era that sort of thing yeah so yeah is it on the playstation one 
it is not on the PlayStation One. Because mm. GameCube, GameCube came out after uh, PlayStation Two did. Yes. Oh, not, okay. It is okay. not on PlayStation One. Okay, it's not on PlayStation One. Was it an N sixty four game? Yes. All right, we got it. We got the platform. Oh, he's done for. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can start narrowing these down by. Uh, I kind of picked. Genres. I kind of picked an easy one. I had a harder one in mind, but I went with these genres. Go for genres. Uh, yeah, is it? Uh, is it? I mean, is it a shooter? Uh, no, I wouldn't call it a shooter. Wouldn't uh, call it a shooter. That okay. means it's it's got to be close to a shooter then. Can we? Uh, we can I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say. I just. It's not a shooter. All right. Um, okay. is it in third person view? Yes. Okay. So it. I guess yeah, the shooter is well, not a first person, so it's not like Turok, it's not like Goldeneye or anything like that. What was the other ones? Like Forsaken, it's not it's none of those. Is but he it, says sword of shooter, I don't know. So is it like a fighting game? Ooh, like you mean like in like, terms of like Like do you use weapons? Uh, yeah, she can use weapons. Use weapons. Okay, so maybe maybe go with genre. Like it's like a it's not quite a shooter, but it could be like a platformer. Maybe I, don't, I guess because they use weapons too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking more lines of like because it's third person, and you kind of use guns. What kind of games are those? Like you want to start using like some chat questions, a ton of chat questions. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, for sure, for sure. Medieval weapons. That's true. Is it a colorful game? Colorful? Like okay, yeah. Is it stylized? Is it a stylized game? I mean, I, I would, I would say, I guess yes. Okay, so it's not like you're saying it's not like real. It's not going for real life. Not like I mean, it's the N64. Where... I mean. Yeah, you're right, but I mean, there's. there's it's not like gold. It's not like Goldeneye. So okay, yeah, I, I would say stylized. All right, all right. So it's got a cartoony look or something feel to mm-hmm. it. Um, Pokemon, Pokemon Snap. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> is it a bit? Oh yeah. Okay. Is it? Is it an adventure game? That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would call okay. it an adventure game. Adventure. Rogue Squadron. No, that's not really an adventure, and it's not. Wait, did we say it was third person or it was not? It, it was it third, person. third person. Panjo Kazooie, that's a good one. But they don't have yeah. weapons, I guess. I would consider that like a platformer, right? Adventure platformer. That's a genre. We could narrow it down by that, or we can narrow it down by developer. Yeah, that's true. Um, there was a lot of rare games. Is this yeah, a rare I was going to say, is it a it's, rare game? It is not a rare game. It is not a rare game. Okay. I'm going to, I almost did Banjo-Kazooie, Jacob, but I didn't. This oh, he almost, oh, dude. <laughs> he almost did it. He almost did I, it. I, I, didn't, I haven't guessed that because I knew that would be too easy. Because I know like you're, you love Banjo. <laughs> fun game. Fun game. That's true. It could be. How many uh, questions? Are we, we're, at like at least, we're at least 10. Nine, we're at least nine. 10. We're at 9. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. So it's not rare, and we could be. I mean, we could do publishers, but then again, it's just not rare. That's fine. We can just keep narrowing down by by character. Maybe the character itself. Something like yeah. is he does he use a sword like that sort of thing. I mean, uh, someone in chat said medieval weapons. If you guys want to do that, sure. Does he use medieval yeah. weapons? Yes. Uh, I mean, okay. I feel like we're getting okay. towards Zelda. For yeah, sure. we're, we're getting towards Zelda, but there's several Zelda games like Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time. We got to narrow it down for which one. Which I mean, but we we should also encompass other games, right? Like uh, it, that's just not that our... specific. <laughs> does he use a master? Does are there multiple games under this title? That's a good one. Uh, there is not, to my knowledge. So there's only Ooh. it's all, only single. 
All right, so it's not Zelda. Definitely not Zelda. He said he picked an easy one. Like, it's like almost like well-received, and we should definitely know Well, this. E- easier easier than the one I was going to pick. Easier than you were going to pick. I yeah, there was, I had like a couple in mind. This one, I thought this one might have been easier to guess. Uh, all right. Okay. Hmm. Uh, we can go either by character. It's the medieval weapons. Medieval right. weapons. Third person. Uh, not made by Rare. N64, obviously. Do, do we, we want to ask that? Cartoonish. I think Clint had a good one. Is it 3D? Yes. It's got to be, though. You know? It wasn't not a lot of 2D games back then on N64. Not a lot. Uh... It's medieval weapons, though. Yeah. That's that's the one I we should focus on. This may right? be harder than I thought. I don't know. I might have been the only person to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. The only oh, person yeah. to play this game. That's so, not good. I really like so, it, though. So, like, is it... I probably played it. I probably Wait, played it. Does it have really good reviews? Uh, let me look. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. Kinda. Kinda. Okay, 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 yeah. Can you... Is there a multiplayer in this game? Uh, no. No. So oh, Jedrod, that was a good one. I I almost... <laughs> I almost... I was going for that one, man. That was good. I... Oh, I was going for that one. Gauntlet Legends, man. That was... And that was an awesome game. I know. Um... No, we already said so it's not first person, th- so it's not I, th- I think Conker's Conker's is a rare game, so it's not gonna. It be is that. a rare game, yeah. And we're talking to medieval weapons, though. Like that's what's really, really trying to get me right now. I'm trying to think of every N64 game that had medieval weapons. It's, it's actually uh, you rare. don't you don't really swap weapons. You have one weapon. I'll go ahead and give it that hint. Did Did you what? say? Hold on. What did you say about the review? Uh, I would say it's probably like maybe. I wouldn't say greatly received, but it's also not a poorly received game. It's kind of like oh. a middle ground. That's like the hey. worst answer. You yes, I know. <laughs> That's <kinda> not it. <laughs> <laughs> this game, it might have been too hard. It's 3D, though. Uh, it is. I like this game yeah. a lot. Back in the day. Oh, man. You know what? You, you, got, a, you got a real brain, uh, brain clencher here. I don't know. No one says brain clencher. I'm never. I don't know why I said that. Killer instinct. No, it's a. Multi, I said multiplayer. I said multiplayer. Yeah. It's not, it, uh, not multiplayer. So what? What we've established it is a 3D uh, adventure game with medieval weapon. Single um, player. Single player on the N64. Not made by Rare. Yeah. Not made by Rare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting and that there. It's kind of and it's kind of it's stylized, so it's cartoony, colorful, that kind of thing. And it is not well received yet. Well received, <laughs> it's it's middle ground. It's, it's, it's middle. Pr- so your 80s is basically where you're. Yeah. Do uh, we want to try to get the developer even more? Like, I that's not going to help me though. Like, I don't know any other developers. I mean, maybe if you uh, said like if it's a mainstream developer, but I, I don't know anything that's going to help me. That's too too uh, much there. Like it, we could we could go for like it's not I, I don't remember any RPG. It, ha- it has a game. it has a male main character if that helps any. It still doesn't help much. <laughs> still um, doesn't help much. Is it is okay? Is it under a franchise? Oh, that's a good question. I really don't think it, I think this is a one off. But let me look. Um. Meaning, like, is it actually based off of something else, which, like, a movie or something or that sort of thing? Rugrats. What are you? What are you guys talking about? No, it, it was. Yeah, it was a one-off. There's no sequel. It's not based on any other kind of thing. So, not so. You're not. You're so You're oh, saying not based. Jacob on... got it. Quest sixty-four. Oh my goodness, Jedred. He's, he's he's good. He's good. Yeah, Quest I'm pretty 64. sure he's just like looking through a list of 64 games. He's probably looking at yeah. I I was gonna do that. <laughs> I was gonna do that, but I don't know. He probably like typed into all the <laughs> N64 game with medieval weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, know. Have you guys played Quest 64? I I have not. Like wow. it was sitting there on the blockbuster, you know, thing, and I'm just like, I should rent that sometime, and never did. I don't know. I thought this game was good. It was more like you play like I think more like a mage in it, so you do like magic. But it was a cool adventure game back in the day. Kind of well, got Jedi, me into the RPGs and stuff. Jedi, did you play it? Like I'm just kind of curious because I mean I've 
it's I, it's it's one of those games that isn't well too well received. Not like Mario sixty four or Ocarina at time, which right. is like one of the he said games. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm like the only person to play this game. So. Oh, Blitz, NFL Blitz. Yeah, we could we could just talk about N64 games all day. We could, yeah. But oh, that's a good one. It's a good one. Good job, Jedrad. Yeah. Yeah, good Google skills. <laughs> <laughs> Fun stuff today. Talking about BlizzCon and yeah, a lot of a lot of news coming up. Excited about anything Blizzard right now. Just the hype was- is real. Yeah, you said N64, and I was, like, hoping it was, like, ready to rumble, too. (laughs) (laughs) Clay Fighters. (laughs) Something. Oh, man. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, chat. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I guess guess that's it for us, then. Um, I guess we can close it out. Yeah. (laughs) I did it really fast, I guess, because we're we're pretty over. But uh, uh, promote promote your stuff, Andrew. Oh yeah, all right, cool, awesome. So our website, community website, it's got all of our information. Meaning, like whether whether it be uh, our gamer tags, our you know other communities like the Babam Jamas, that sort of thing, or or Wrath Incarnate for our Destiny clan. It's all on www.pixelpubgaming.com. Go check it out. There's our latest podcast on the front page. There's a lot of good stuff there. Um, the crew page has all, all of our information, like I said. And uh, the the Wrath Incarnate clan is getting really big. We're all, we're actually going to max out, I think, our our third PC clan real soon. So there's that. <laughs> you say third? Third PC clan. Yeah. Oh my- we're getting to we're getting to 300, like on PC, just PC, 400 something total getting really close that's crazy uh, jared uh um for anything uh that pertains to blizzard i'm your guy uh you can add me at blaze hashtag one four seven three six uh again i'll be leading the uh, alliance guild on sargeras um so if you're interested, hit me up. Uh, we got a long way away from that. I'm gonna try to get cutting edge for Antorus uh, before I go over to start that. Um, but yeah, just hit me up if you have any questions um, or any interest. Other than that, uh, follow the stream at tbmj underscore blaze, and we'll just have a good time. Alright, and I'm uh, Abop, A-E-B-O-P. Uh, add me on everything. Literally everything. <laughs> but uh, We'll talk to you guys next time. See ya.